God bless you. God bless you this evening. I want to welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome you into the presence of the Lord. It's so good to be able to uh, come into the presence of the Lord together in this great unseen audience, but to know that each one of you have come tonight expecting to hear from the Lord. God bless you, brothers and sisters in Christ and Canada and uh, Washington State and then all over the world that might be connected tonight. We want to thank Brother Michael Ray for song leading tonight and stepping up. Sister Natasha, that's a wonderful song. God bless you, Sister Natasha, Brother Benjamin, Sister Joanne, Brother Tom. It was so nice to see you in the service tonight and to know that there's just a few there. Uh, we just want to bless you, Brother Murphy and the translators and all the helpers behind the scenes. We just thank the Lord for his goodness and making this possible for us to worship the Lord together. I wonder if we can just give the Lord a hand clap wherever you're at, wherever you're at in your home or place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So good. Good to be able to worship. Good to be able to praise the Lord on this last Wednesday night of the April 2020. We're going to be pressing into May. And uh, we just want to come now and settle our spirits and settle our hearts as we come into the presence of the Lord. Brother Michael's already mentioned that we're in coming to you from Blaine, Washington and coming up through the church. So tonight we just want to bring our families together and settle into a time of hearing the word of God. And um, I wonder if we could just stand to our feet together and we'll have a word of prayer if it's convenient for you to stand wherever you're at. Amen. Tonight's just going to be a little bit different of a service. We've just been in prayer to the Lord and we'd like to be able to just come tonight. And Brother Branham, I was listening to a message this week and he, he said we've heard preaching. He was just talking about some of the himself, some of the other brothers and giving uh, such uh, good accolades and encouragement to the ministry that had been preaching. And then he said he talked about ministry. Tonight, I'd like to minister to you, maybe not so much preaching, but just ask the Lord to minister to your heart. And I wonder, as we've already prayed, but I wonder if we could just approach him together and you could slip up your hand if you something on your heart again that you'd like to just ask the Lord to minister you personal. I think that would be really good. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're just asking for your spirit and your anointing. Lord, to settle into the rooms, into the living rooms, into the places, wherever your saints are gathered in the sanctuary, into this little room here, Lord, where we are. Lord, how it's so good for two or three of us to gather in your name. So much more as we see the day approaching and we are living in a very evil time, times of trouble. But to know that your presence is amongst your believers we invite you, Lord, to just take control of every atmosphere, every need that's maybe represented by uplifted hands or hearts that you would search out the hearts. We thank you for the atmosphere and the singing and the prayers already tonight. Now, Lord, would you just take the word, take it now and break it to us. I pray that the angel of the Lord would visit even this place, visit every address every place where the believers have gathered in your precious name. May there be rejoicing. May there be strength. 
May there be comfort, we pray. Lord, we invite you into this service. Just take control of all of us. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. As you just maybe get your Bibles and we'll turn to a couple places. If you uh, could turn to Job chapter 23. We'd like to look at a thought tonight of rapturing strength. Rapturing strength. And then 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. We'll just read a few verses in these two places. Job chapter 23 verse 5. And then 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 15. We'll read first in Job 23. But I'd like to say tonight is this is an essential service. (laughs) This is essential for the bride of Christ. The world might not call us essential. They might not think you're a very big person. But these times and hearing the word of God are so essential to us. And Brother Branham spoke about rapturing faith. He spoke about rapturing time. He spoke about rapturing grace. He spoke about perfect love and the capstone that we would need for the rapture coming up through the statue of a perfect man. And then he spoke the rapture message, one of his last messages in December the 4th, 1965. So speaking from rapturing faith, rapturing time, rapturing grace. But tonight I'd like to speak on rapturing strength, rapturing strength. And uh, I'd like to just allow it to be a different type of service that the Lord would just minister in a special way to you. In Job chapter 23, verse five. Job speaking, he said, I would know the words which he would answer me and understand what he would say unto me. Will he plead against me with his great power? No, but he would put strength in me. What words of Job that knew the nature of the Lord? Will he plead against me with his great power? No, but he would put strength in me. That word strength is power. It is might. It is to make you firm. It is to make you settled. He would put strength in us tonight. You say, what kind of strength? Rapturing strength. Rapturing strength. And if we could turn to First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 15. We're going to read from the Old Testament and now Paul in the New Testament. First Thessalonians chapter four, verse 15. And I believe the brothers put some of the scriptures on the screen for you. And I just think that's really wonderful. Let's look now in first Thessalonians chapter four, verse 15. God bless you for standing and for your patience and your families. Paul said, for this, we say unto you by the word of the Lord. That we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then We which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds 
to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And Paul said in verse 18, wherefore comfort one another with these words, comfort one another with these words. And if you'd like to go back to verse 17, when it speaks about the dead in Christ shall rise first and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Isn't that wonderful tonight that uh, that's where we're going to be with him forever. Tonight, we're being encouraged by the word to comfort one another with these words. God bless you. You can have your seats. Thank you as you settle into the place where you are tonight. And may the Lord just prosper you and fill your hearts. And we're coming from a remote location. So if there would be a chance of a, a, a little glitch or disruption, just be patient with us and we'll get you back online and we'll come back soon. So I just wanted to say that and just in case there would be anything. So tonight, rapturing strength. Let's just settle in together as Brother Branham spoke about rapturing faith, rapturing time, rapturing grace. But now coming into rapturing strength, I begin to think of this as the Lord laid this on our hearts to be strengthened. What does that mean? Rapture strength. What does strengthening mean? It means to be prepared beforehand. God preparing the bride beforehand. God preparing the elect before the situation. Before even tonight. Before the Lord knew that we would come up into this season in April of 2020. God was preparing the elect beforehand. God prepares the elect before the trial. God prepares his elect during the trial. And God prepares his elect after the trial. Tonight, I'd just like you to open up your heart. I'd like to encourage you as we hear the word together that the Lord would just comfort your hearts and strengthen you wherever you are. Just open up your heart and say, Lord, put strength in you, for he is our God. We're spoken to in the scripture in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 18, where Paul said, comfort one another with these words. That word comfort means to encourage and to strengthen one another by consolation. It means to be comforted with exhorting and encouraging and teaching. It means to call someone by a side, to summons, and it means to address them and speak to them with desire. And that's what we've been encouraged tonight by Brother Bisco, Brother Tom Ray, the other ministry, the musicians, all the tech brothers. They've made this possible tonight for us to receive strength, for us to be called out to by the Holy Spirit. For us to have our name addressed by the Lord as he knows our address, he knows our situation. The bride is being comforted by rapturing strength. Tonight we are fulfilling the word of God together. Even as there's voices going through the room and there's no, uh, sounds going through the room, even colors of this room and 
And Brother John's coming to you from another place tonight, and you're gathered in different locations. But so are angels of God going through this room, and God is going through your room, and he knows our lives. He knows what we have need of. So tonight, rather than preaching a sermon, I just want to get heart to heart with you, if you don't mind. I just like to speak from my heart as a as a shepherd would speak to sheep. You know, the Bible speaks about his rod and his staff. They comfort us. And you know, a rod that a shepherd has might speak of correction. It might speak of discipline or so maybe some tough things that a shepherd might have to speak or deal with a, a correction or discipline of a sheep. But the staff is speaking of another part of our need as a believer. And that is to be guided. That is to be instructed. That is to be led by example. The great Holy Spirit that would be coming through our lives and just coming through our rooms and just being speaking to the faithful tonight. I, I want to speak to the faithful. Not those that might be opposing. Not those that might be rejecting. Not those that are unconcerned. But I want to speak to those and minister to the faithful ones. Tonight that God would give you strength. And uh, sure, there's going to be distractions maybe. Maybe even where you're gathered, there might be distractions or there might be needs. But tonight I just felt to be personal and minister to the faithful. Sure, there's going to be unbelievers. There's going to be make-believers. But I want to address you that are believers tonight. As we know, the Holy Spirit is going around the globe. He's searching through the land. And as we walk through these final times, there will be individuals. There will be couples. There will be families and even churches that are being challenged. They're being tested. In fact, I could say I believe freely all of us are being challenged. All of us are being tested as one of our senior ministers was speaking at a devotion for the BCA just the other day. And I heard him say that there's there's changes, changes in the ministry. There's changes in all of our schedules and our times. All of us are being tested. And there's ones that will come out of this time that will be stronger. There will be those that go through these times in their marriages in their, in their couples and their families, they will be stronger when we come out of this. But then there's the other side and our heart really even bleeds to speak about this. But there, it's also a very revealing time and a time where others are being manifested. Others that are being weakened. Others that are maybe fading out into the, out into the mist and out into the fog and and, and, and I pray tonight, whoever you are, that the Holy Spirit would just come to you individually and cause a strength, cause there to be a connection, cause his great presence and his word tonight that he would strengthen the believers, that he would comfort your heart. And when the Lord directed us to speak about rapturing strength, I wonder what Job must have been going through when he said in our opening scripture in Job 23, verse 6, when he said, will he plead against me with his great power? No, but he would put strength in me. 
I wonder tonight if you as a person are just maybe wondering what the Holy Spirit is doing or what his mind is about these things that God is wanting to put strength into you. And sometimes even a person might not even know what deep resources of strength is actually laying inside of you. There's things that are deep spiritual, deep down inside of you that God is wanting to bring those resources tonight and anoint them with his presence. And that's why the ministry is here tonight with just a little bit of a staff to help encourage you. We're here to tap into those resources of God's strength to come to the heart of the matter, to be able to speak God's to God's children comfortably, as we would say, that from untapped resources, from maybe untapped strengths that would be laying in your lives, that they would be tapped into, that God could tap into the reservoirs of healing and deliverance and a word of wisdom and a word of understanding and that he would give you that quality to be raptured. And I'm not just speaking of something in the future, but as we know, and Brother Branham taught us in the rapture message, he said these three things, a shout, a voice, and a trumpet, has to happen before Jesus appears. And Jesus does all three of them when he's descending. It's okay tonight, you can say amen, you can... Wave your hand. You can shout hallelujah. Sister Roxanne, God bless you tonight, you that are gathered in Cloverdale, but out into your homes and into your places as Jesus does all three of these things as he's descending. So a shout, he said, is what is the shout? Uh, Speaking about the rapture now, it's the message going forth. And it's the living bread of God bringing forth the bride. And God has a way of doing things, he said. And he never changes his policy. He never changes. He's the unchanging God. Thank you, Lord. And so we we find out tonight in this great rapture that Jesus has already started in his descent down to the bride by bringing us this message, bringing us the shout. It's actually gathered us. So tonight, Feel his presence. Feel the angels of God. Just feel the togetherness as you say, but you might be alone or just a few or with your family, but you are not alone. We are together. The rapture has brought us up into a heavenly unseen realm that brother Tom was speaking on Sunday that we are tied to the unseen. We are connected to the unseen. That means that right here in this room and right in your room, there's healing there. There's the power of the Holy Spirit there just wanting to pour into the area that is weak or maybe has been broken. Maybe to someone that is just crying out for for some help tonight. This service is for you. When I begin to think about the strength, what does strength mean? Rapturing strength. What does it mean, Brother John, to want strength? And I just thought to break it down a little bit. Tonight, when we speak about strength, we're not just speaking about some strength for just to live a natural life. Because we know there's a lot of people, even in the world tonight, that 
that uh, are not born again or do not know the Lord Jesus. But they're going to come through this time too. And they're going to have natural strength. Many of their marriages are going to make it through. Many of them financially are going to make it through. Many of them are going to still be living a natural life when this time is over, this season that we're in. So I'm not speaking about just natural life or natural strength, but I'm speaking about a supernatural strength, something from God. And tonight it's not just a little pet pill. You know, we're not just having these meetings and just broadcasting on a Wednesday night to fill a schedule. Just a pet pill. And this isn't just some vitamin that we're making available. There's not going to be a little commercial break here to advertise some drink or pill or vitamin or an essential oil. And I'm not speaking negatively about those things. But I'm speaking about strength for a rapture. I'm speaking about strength. Something that moves inside of a believer. You know, people are talking about church today. Many different churches. And maybe you have viewed some of them online or have seen other uh, different churches. And the, the type of word that they have. The type of quality of the diet that is being ministered to them. And we could talk about the nominal churches or the denominations. Or independent churches and what kind of music they have and what kind of word is being delivered. Maybe it's a little 20 minute sermon or 30 minute sermonette. But I will say this tonight. That's not good enough for the bride of Christ. Whatever's happening out in the world or whatever movie or whatever music or whatever just denominations are feeding their people. It's not good enough for you. There's got to come something deeper than that. There's got to be a deeper revelation because the rapture is only for the bride of Christ. The rapture is only for the elected ones. So, friends, we got to go deeper in this season. I know some of you have been locked down for maybe over a month, maybe four weeks or so. You've been maybe in a place and maybe not able to work, not able to go to school. So many changes and You know, things will never be the same for us. Things will never be the same after these moments. So it's not just good enough to tap into whatever the world is doing, whatever strength they're giving. We need a greater strength. And tonight I'm coming to you announcing that there is strength for the housewife. There is strength for the housewives. Oh, God, may you just minister now to our sisters. There's strength for our children tonight. There is strength for even our little babies. Those that are just new to the adolescents, to the teenagers, to you teenagers that have stood strong, to you young people that have maybe lost the normal connection with your friends and you just love to be with them tonight. I want to encourage you and I pray the Holy Spirit would just come into your heart. Come into your life throughout this season, even tonight, and give you strength, give you encouragement. I want to announce tonight that there is strength for the the young adults, for the young adults in our assembly. You that are 18 and plus and in your 20s and 30s, there is strength for you tonight. There is rapturing strength for you, for strength for the elders Strength for the elderly, strength for the seniors, 
I know this might not seem deep or a lot of doctrine tonight, but I wanted to speak to your heart, even for you that are senior, maybe up in age. May God give you rapturing strength tonight. There is strength for the poor and there is strength for the rich. Tonight, there is strength for the employed and there's strength for some of you that have maybe become unemployed. God will not leave you alone. He's wanting to pour in his strength, pour in his virtues. And if you that are older elders could just bind your heart together and pray for Brother John to get out of the way, that the Holy Spirit could just come to every single person that is connected with us or will stream later and give us that divine strength, that power. Make us firm. Make us settled, Lord. Don't let us just fade off in these weeks and times that we're not together like we used to be. But I pray that you would bring us back, Lord, into harmony. Bring us back tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I wonder if the brothers could put on the screen Exodus chapter 15, verse 2. We're not going to have time to turn to some of these scriptures, but the brothers are maybe going to be able to show them on the screen. Exodus 15, verse 2. You say, what about Moses? What would he say tonight if he was invited to come into our screen and come into your view, into your homes? I believe he would say like he did in the song of Moses, the Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him a habitation, my father's God. And I will exalt him. The Lord is my strength. I wonder if you can say that in your heart. Maybe say it out loud to the person that you're with tonight. The Lord is my strength. If you're alone, just say it. The Lord is my strength. Because tonight we could ask some of these Bible characters. What about Job? How did you make it through, Brother Job? We read out of Job in our opening scripture. We may read just a little bit later about Job. Job, how did you make it through? I believe he would respond, he put strength in me. Oh, did you think that he might be rude with you or be strong with you? Or would you have to plead your case? No, Job said, he put strength in me. I wonder about the three. Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. How did you overcome? How did you make it through the fiery furnace when it seemed like there was just three of you in the midst of all those people? I believe if we could gather those three brothers that would stand tonight and speak to you, I believe they would say, he strengthened me. He put his might in me. He put his confidence in me. When it just seemed like it was so hot and we didn't know what to do, He put strength in me. I wonder about Daniel, what he would say as a mighty witness. How did you go through that time when they threatened you with putting you to the lions if you would pray? How did you go through that time, Daniel? I believe Daniel would say his word strengthened me. His word was my confidence. It was my comfort. We could speak about Bible characters, sisters and brothers alike. But I wonder about down through the ages, through the dark ages, through the persecutions and times that our brothers and sisters went through. How did you endure? Oh, we could interview them tonight. 
How did you endure that great time of affliction? I believe they would say, he put strength in me. He came by our way when it just seemed like all was lost and my mind was just splitting apart. I was didn't even know if I could think straight. I, I didn't even have rest. Things had just changed all around us. He put strength in me. I wonder about Brother Branham, our precious prophet, if we would ask him the question. We've moved from the Bible down through the ages. Now, Brother Branham, when your wife passed away, when your little baby was taken from you, Brother Branham, would you please take the microphone? Would you just speak to us just for a few minutes, Brother Branham? What kept you during that time? How did you do it, Brother When it just seemed like things were falling in and black sheets were falling after all you did and you preached the gospel and 10,000 of your friends were going to leave you. What kept you? How did you do it, Brother Branham? I believe he would say, he strengthened me. He put strength in me. He came by my way. And friends, tonight I pray the same Lord Jesus would come by your way. That he would put strength in you as I bring it up to our day. We could give a lot of testimonies, but our time is slipping away already tonight. But even in our day when a believer is sick, when a loved one is lost, as we've just had in the last several days, believers have contacted us and let us know situations have happened in their lives and their families. In their churches, close loved ones, ones that we've known maybe for years, even yesterday, they were breathing, they were alive, they were with their family, and last night they passed away. Say, what do we do, Brother John, when something happens, when something seems out of control, when confusion and trouble is all around, when you're afraid? I'm speaking to believers tonight. I'm not speaking to the unbeliever and the make-believer that would be scoffing even this whole service. I'm speaking to you, brothers and sisters, when you feel afraid, when you feel lonely, when you feel dry. Maybe things have got out of the normal and you just feel dry. What do you do? What holds you when you're in the midst of the battle? I want to say tonight his strength is coming to you tonight. His presence is here, pouring himself, just wanting to come into your room. And I can already see some of you lifting your hand and saying, yes, Lord, his promises, his great strength is coming to me at this time. I wonder if we can turn to the book of Job on the screen. Job chapter six, and the brothers might put this on the screen. Verse 11 Job chapter 6, verse 11. If you just look through the book of Job, at least 22 times this word of strength is mentioned. It just seemed to be in Job's time of trouble. In his nine months to a year as he went through this trouble, and he said in Job 6, verse 11, What is my strength that I should hope? And what is mine end that I should prolong my life? Job was speaking of what is my strength? What is my hope? And in verse 12, the next verse, Job 6, 12, is my strength the strength of stones? Or is my flesh 
of brass. Job is just going through these times and we know that he had his friends that were trying to help him. But he's just speaking from his heart. And and Job 9 verse 19, the Bible says, if I speak of strength, lo, he is strong. And if of judgment, who shall set me a time to plead? Job chapter 12, verse 13. I'm speaking of strength tonight. With him is wisdom and strength. He hath counsel and understanding. Job chapter 12, verse 16. Now we're speaking of our precious God, this great reservoir, this fountain of strength. With him is strength and wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are his. We could look down through the book of Job and talk about princes and how they are weakened and the strength of the mighty. We can see that today in the land, all over the world, how great stars and whether they be sports stars or movie stars or even rulers of nations have been brought to their knees. Even the economics of the world has been brought to their knees. They have been weakened. They have been brought to a place of no comfort. No joy, no love. They're just on a binge of Netflix movies or movies that have been for years before, old television. What is it, friends? It's the world's way of trying to satisfy a thirst, a lack of strength. But to the bride of Christ, the only thing that gives us strength is this great rapture, is rapturing strength. It's something divine that will he plead? Will he plead against me with his great power, Job said. I wonder tonight if there might be somebody out there that is saying, well, Brother John, you don't know my situation. There's kind of like, you know, invisible realm here. You you don't see me. Say, I might be able to see you, Brother John, but you can't see me. But I want to say the Lord Jesus sees you. He knows all about the fine print. He knows the hidden details. And he wants to put strength and these forces of strength where his strength is mighty and his wisdom is great. Will you put your trust in him? Will you put your strength in him? Now, there's a as we just move along here, I just want us to speak about this word of shelter, shelter, shelter in place. Psalm 61 verse three. Maybe we could just put up that scripture, Psalm 61, verse 3. Listen to this verse. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. Oh, thou hast been a shelter. This is a word that many of you have become more familiar with. Shelter in place or sheltered in place, stay at home orders. It just seems like it went from seven days to 14 to 21 to 28. Now today in Washington state, they want to extend it even further through May into June. What are you finding out? It just brings a discouragement. It brings such a sadness. But they want a person to shelter, stay at home. Don't get out and mix with the public. Only if it's essential. Only if it's necessary. And we find now the human spirit. And I want to speak. I want to speak very personally tonight. I'm not going to get way in deep theology and doctrine. I want to come personal. Even believers can be tested. Even our spirits can be strained. 
Even our bodies can start groaning under the changes and our souls can get under the impact. Unbelief can start to settle around. And I begin to think this past week, just fellowship with us on this. Lord, we wait. Lord, we wait. Your bride is waiting. Your bride is waiting, whether it's in the good times when we're all together in the assembly. Oh, I love Sunday service. I love the Florent family, Sister Margaret, Sister Anna, and all the presence of God that it brought. God bless you, each one, and Brother Tom for asking. And we just sense that presence come into our homes and at the end of the service, at the special songs. I just There's a groaning in our hearts. Lord, we wait upon you. We're waiting for that time. We're groaning to be together. We're groaning for a new body. And it just seems like the world is saying to everyone, believers and all, even those in the world, shelter in place, stay at home. But look at the scripture again. Psalm 61 verse 3. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. Oh, praise God for a shelter. Thank God that we can release tonight. Our Lord Jesus is a shelter. He's a hiding place. He's a culvert. He's a, he's a refuge that we can run into to be saved. Sometimes you feel like that. You feel like covering yourself. And the Lord Jesus is our shelter. And I thank God for that. And I, I want to say to each person here tonight, As the Lord helps us just to get out of the way and minister. God is going to make a way for you, brother. Sister, whoever you are, you might be a young person or old person. God is going to make a way for you. As you commit your ways to God, God is the God of the impossible. He's the God of the impossible. And the bride is... We are receiving the strength tonight. We receive strength above the average person, above what the world would call a normal person. The bride receives a greater strength. It's not just natural life. It's it's not just to make it through. We're not just groaning to make it another day or just another week. We're groaning for the Christ to come and be dear to us, to be precious to us. I believe that with all my heart, that God's favor has come to you. He's come to us. Even to be able to provide this connection tonight and give us these rapturing strength. That in times of crisis, it brings out the good in us. And it brings out the bad. You know, maybe some of you have already experienced that in times of crisis and change. It brings out the good. It just seems like those rise to the surface. They surface. They step up to the challenge. I've seen it in our own church. I've seen it in the church school. I've seen it globally in others that used to be so small or out, and now God's brought them connected. They've, there's a spiritual awakening. There's a revival in the midst of this sheltering in place that Satan thought it for evil. God is actually pouring in strength. Pouring in a closeness. So in this time of crisis, it brings out the good, but it also brings out the bad. Whoa, thank God that there's a covering. There's a covering for us. Can we turn to Psalms chapter 18 together? I think we're doing okay for time. 
God strengthen you tonight. May the Lord strengthen us just to be able to even hear the word. We're not able to look across the room and see a brother, see Brother Laycock, or see Brother Kim Dingwall, or see Brother Milko Ravbar, or look over and see another sister, or see another one that we know is going on with God, or Brother Michael Gindo, or Sister Brooke, or, you know, one of our deacons. Look up into the balcony and, you know, see uh, Brother Mike Walter or Sister Helen or to see one another's faces. But friends, God's pouring in our strength tonight. I just trust by the end of this service, you can say, my strength cometh from the Lord. My help cometh from the Lord. Amen. Psalms chapter 18, verse 1 is a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord. Who spake unto the Lord the words of this song. In the day that the Lord delivered him from the mouth of all his enemies. And from the hand of Saul. Can you imagine David? Maybe in a cave. Maybe in a little place. And he said, verse 1. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. David had a connection with God. More than words. More than a sermon. More than a little plaque on the wall. He had a personal connection. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. Lord, you are my strength. Lord, you are my love. You are my passion. You are my healing. You, by your stripes, I am healed. Because of you, I have my sane mind. I have clarity. I have peace tonight. I have rest. I have shalom. I have love. We have perfect faith. We have rapturing faith. We have rapturing grace. And we also have rapturing strength. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. Look in verse 2. The Lord is my rock. That's good. Maybe you could read it out loud. Amen. I almost heard some of you saying that. Let's read it out loud. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler, and the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. Glory to God. I think it's just good to praise the Lord and shout hallelujah, as we did yesterday morning with the junior devotions at BCA. I think there's a time to just shout and praise God in the midst of all the confusion, in the midst of this global pandemic, this virus. I believe the children of the Lord have a right to shout and sing. I can almost hear Brother Tom saying, Amen. Glory to God. I can see uh, Brother Michael Ray, Sister Joanne with a smile on her face. The Lord is our strength. The Lord is our fortress. He's my deliverer. He's my strength. He's my buckler. He's my horn, Brother John. He's my high tower. I'm running into him and being saved. Precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look at verse 32, Psalms 18, verse 32. It is God that girdeth me with strength. Notice, it's not the world. It's not your employment. It's not receiving a check in the mail, a stimulus check or some deposit. Oh, and you're getting some momentary happiness. I'm not speaking of a momentary jolt. I'm speaking of a rapturing strength, something that's deeper than that. I'm not speaking of good looks that will fade away. I'm not speaking of being more beautiful 
or more handsome. I'm speaking of a strength that is deeper than skin deep. It goes beyond all that we see. It goes into an unseen realm where, where the Spirit of God begins to move, where, where troubles vanish, where the weak say, I am strong, where the faint say, I am renewed. I am strengthened, Brother Tim Dodd. Brother Murphy, I am, I am renewed by the message last Wednesday. Brother Tom, we are looking to the unseen. Brother Bisco, we believe your Easter message. With God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is too hard. We believe, Brother Michael Ray, what you've spoken. Brother Ernie Villanueva. Brother Ken Andes that spoke the last Wednesday night that we were all together. Spoke about his testimony. Spoke about from the childhood. And I believe tonight the testimony of every believer. The Lord has been our strength. It is God. Let's go back to the verse 32. It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. God is the one that's going to help us in our times of need. Verse 39, Psalms 18, verse 39. Let's move along. For thou hast girded me with strength unto the battle. Thou hast subdued under me those that rose up against me. Look at this verse. Thou hast girded me with strength, with power. With authority. So we speak tonight about power. But it's also authority. And the bride has the authority. It's like the policeman that would stand out. The little traffic cop. Well some of your little children were like this. The little skinny old policeman standing out in the middle of the street. Maybe his pants can't hardly hang on him. He's so thin. He couldn't have enough strength to stop a bicycle. Oh my, but he puts that hand up and and just makes a big loud blow in his whistle. And all big trucks, big cement trucks and semi-trucks come screeching. He doesn't have hardly any power, but he has authority. And God has given the bride the authority. He's given you as a believer, a son or daughter of God, the authority to speak to your mountain. Speak to the situation. That gives you rapturing rapturing something lifts you up oh don't you love the scripture in verse 39 thou hast girded me with strength unto the battle i was just in prayer today and i'm going to get personal now in our last few minutes just in prayer today the lord just seemed to want to say to us he is our el shaddai he is our strength giver I'm speaking about the lovely Lord Jesus. That whenever you speak about him, he comes into the room. Don't you just sense that? Our El Shaddai, the breasted one. El Shaddai, he's, he's the breasted one. He gives nourishment. He gives sustaining food in due season. That's part of that great breasted one. Like a mother would give nourishment and sustain a child. But the second part of this breasted one, the strength giver, is he gives consolation by his presence, just by being here, just by the presence of the shepherd, to hear his voice. It's like a fretting baby or a child that is brought up to the bosom of a mother, or El Shaddai, the great breasted one. And it was like the Holy Spirit was wanting to announce 
to Cloverdale Bible Way. If I could just be a humble servant tonight to let you know that El Shaddai, the strength giver, is here to give you rapturing strength. He's here to give you nourishment. He's here to pour in something that you have need of. If you're fretting, if you have lost strength and become weary, I'm going to get personal now. The Lord Jesus is the only certain thing in these great times of uncertainty. I was thinking as I was in my knees in prayer. Maybe some of you have saw the news or the stories of people that have had to die alone in these last few weeks from other countries, other places, even America. They've literally, because when you go into the hospital now, not even your family, not even clergy. We've tried to visit ones in the hospital. Not even clergy are able to visit. People have had to die alone. No family, no loved ones, no minister, no friend. I tell you, friends, that's the time is when we need to know that our hand is in his hand. When we don't have our husband, our wife, our father, our mother, and they're crying out and we love to have a minister. We love to have some loved one, our grandfather, somebody from the church, somebody And I've saw pictures, maybe some of you have, of nurses and doctors standing by a loved one that is passing away with this COVID virus and they're taking a photo. Not even the family can be there. And the, and the healthcare providers taking a photo. I just saw it this past week. They, they were the last ones. They were holding the hand, a stranger holding the hand, someone having to die alone, only a doctor. Only a nurse with them. I say tonight, what a strength to know that we have Jesus. Hallelujah. What a strength for us. To you as a believer, as a son or daughter of God. Even believers that have passed away that I'm familiar with in the last weeks. They died alone. Maybe it was a real good beloved brother passed away for several days. His family couldn't even visit him. But I'm so happy. I saw his last text that he sent to his family. The Lord bless this brother and his family. He's He's gone on to his reward. But I was thinking, what a strength to know that he had Jesus. He was not alone. I say tonight, how do others make it through without him? How do others, where could we go tonight? What would we do without Christ? Oh, thank you, Jesus. I, I think it ought to echo through the airwaves, through the Internet. Thank you, Jesus. We have you, Jesus. We have you, Lord. We have your word. We have your promises. And we love you, Lord. You are our strength, Lord. You are my redeemer. With your right hand, you have saved us. You are the saving strength of, of us, Lord. And then this is in our prayer as we were going further in prayer. Sometimes, I believe it's for someone that is listening tonight. Sometimes we ask for miracles and God does not give them. Sometimes we ask for healing and God chooses to take a loved one. Sometimes we ask for relief and God gives us more tests. It's like, Lord. 
I was asking for a relief. And it just seems like God allows and gives another trial. It just seems like when it rains, it pours. Some of you families will understand that. Some of you seasoned believers can say it is true. And it'll give strength to the younger ones to let them know that God is not looking down on them tonight. On this Wednesday night with some rod to just always correct and discipline and bring a tough message. But he wants to comfort them, put strength inside of them. I'm speaking out over the airwaves tonight. The Holy Spirit is giving us rapturing strength. I just feel it in this room right now. I just feel his presence. Just wanting to minister. Just wanting to pour in. You say, Lord, I asked for a miracle and you didn't give it. I asked for a healing and you took the loved one. It's not happening the way, Lord. I asked for relief and it's only gotten greater. Maybe some of you have asked for financial blessings. You need something and maybe you lost your job. Maybe it even gets worse. Maybe even in the coming days, you're just saying, oh God, I need your strength. It just seems like I'm dried up sometimes, like a pot sheared or like my tongue cleaves to my jaws. This is David speaking this. It just seems like our strength gets dried up sometimes and my tongue cleaves to my jaws and thou has brought me into the dust of death. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like, the, well, Brother John, you're speaking right to me. Well, don't forget the next verse. It's Psalms 22 that I'm reading. Psalms 22, verse 15. It's in these times that we need strength. It's in the times that we need strength, the strength giver. Psalms 22, verse 15. My strength is dried up like a pot sheared, and my tongue cleaveth to my jaws, and thou hast brought me into the dust of death. Let me say this tonight to you, friends. You're not going to stay there. You will arise. You will come forth. You will come out of that by this great rapture shout that has brought us together now. And the voice of the resurrection that is even now speaking to your life. Come up, my son. Come up, my daughter. I'm here to give you strength. Verse 19, Psalms 22, verse 19. Be not thou far from me, O Lord, my strength. Haste thee to help me. Lord, when it seems like I'm dry, when it seems like I'm down in the dust, don't be far from me. Lord, you are my strength. Help me, oh God, when it just seems like the light has gone out, when it seems like I'm dying alone, when it seems like I'm in despair. You, Lord, are my strength, the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? That is Psalms 27, verse 1. What a scripture. This is, this is the Lord speaking to us tonight. A Psalm of David in Psalms 27 verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Oh God, I wonder tonight if there would be a cry from some sheep, some lamb somewhere. The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is my strength. He is the saving strength of his anointed. 
Oh my, Psalms 28 verse 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him and I am helped. Oh God, help somebody tonight. Therefore my heart greatly rejoiceth and with my song will I praise him. Brother Michael Ray, when you close the service, would you please sing a song that the Lord pouring in strength, pouring in divine energy. I've heard it from other believers. Worship, worship. Last Sun, last Wednesday night, I can already see Brother Tom and Brother Murphy and Brother Nathan Hildebrand as Brother Benjamin and Sister Joanne and Brother Orn and Brother Louise kept playing. And just on the platform, do you remember that? It just seemed like the presence of God was just ministering. Just pouring it out. And friends, if it was like that there, we felt it in our room. We felt it in our house. Then I pray Psalms 28 verse 7 that we've already read. I'm sorry. Psalms 29 verse 1. I'm sorry, brothers. Give unto the Lord, all ye mighty. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Verse 11. Psalms 29 verse 11, the Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Oh, that is thus saith the Lord tonight. Brothers, can you just keep that verse on the screen? Psalms 29 verse 11. I feel like shouting it from the housetop. I know I'm down in this basement. Down in a little basement suite with one other person in this room. But I feel like shouting it from Mount Baker, from Whistler, from Grouse Mountain, Mount Everest. Let the Holy Spirit come into your room. The Lord. Let's read it out loud. Psalms 29 verse 11. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Hallelujah. Lord, come and confirm your word. Even sweep through the room and cause healings and miracles to take place. Where our ministers will begin to hear back days to come from now. I'm delivered. I'm set free. While I heard the word, I was strengthened. I was renewed. Oh, how Satan wants to put a net out privately for you, brothers. You young people. You young adults. God bless you. Young, young ladies and young men, stalwart ones, that, that you're not falling between the cracks. You're not fading out there. But tonight, the Holy Spirit, even you senior ones, oh, I had you on my heart tonight. David cried out, cast me not in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of thy righteousness. Psalm 71, verse 18. I want to encourage some of you elderly ones. You've seen your brothers and sisters that have been rocks for us. You've been stable for us. You've kept a testimony. You haven't went wayward to the right or to the left. I want to say to you and all of us that are younger ought to be saying thank you, Jesus. But I want to speak to the elderly ones also. Psalm 71, verse 18. Now also, when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not until I have showed thy strength unto this generation. 
and thy power to everyone that is to come. Amen. Tonight I'm not here to show the hinder parts of the church. I'm not here to bring out the dirty laundry and be a fault finder and be critical of you. We're not critical of the ministry. We're not critical of the musicians. We're not critical of the children. We're not critical of the young people. I believe tonight the Lord is strengthening us. We're we're fulfilling the word. Comfort one another with these things. Bring consolation. Oh, it's in these times that we need strength. Sometimes when we ask for answers and we get more questions. Maybe you ask for answers. And you get more questions. I want to say tonight, God is still God. He's not left you. I'm thinking of Job and we don't have time to turn to it. But Job chapter 1, verse 20 to 22, when Job was in his time of trouble and it just seemed like everything was crashing. His health was crashing. His children was taken. His health was taken. His family position, his friendships, everything was taken. And it just seemed like everything was, would you like to turn to Job? Job chapter 1. Job chapter 1 verse 20. I think it's a real good uh, place for us to turn to. Job chapter, we're, we're, we're coming down near the end of our time of strength giving tonight. I trust it's been a strength to you. Job chapter 1 verse 20. After all of these things had come to Job. The Bible says in verse 20, then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head, fell down upon the ground and worshipped. He didn't get bitter. David didn't get bitter against Saul. He didn't let his spirit get all crinkled up. Oh, tonight, may the Lord strengthen you out there. Like Job, he worshipped the Lord and said, naked came I out of my mother's womb. And naked shall I return hither. The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh God, we can rejoice when you give. And we're thankful when you pour it in. And the camp services and the special meetings. And the time when we're all together and we're singing. And the choir is singing. And Brother Ryan is rejoicing with us. And Brother Derek and Brother Nathan and the song leaders and oh, and Brother Andrew and Brother Michael and just leading us in worship. But tonight we can echo these words. The Lord gave. We thank the Lord. The Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be his name tonight. When the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be your name. And verse 22 says in all of this, Job Sin not, nor charge God foolishly. What was it about Job? He didn't charge God. He didn't put blame on God. And I want to encourage you tonight as a believer. Don't let your heart become hardened because of this global pandemic and what you're going through in your situation. Don't let all of this. Some of our teenagers aren't able to graduate. Some of our college students and university students aren't able to walk. and We'd have loved to have been there for you. I want to encourage you tonight. We are here for you. We're cheering from the stands as it was. God put strength inside of Job. When he needed it, God put strength. 
And God will make a deposit for you. He will put a stimulus into your life. Not a temporary jolt for the economy. I'm not speaking as a prime minister or a president or a dictator. I'm not speaking like that tonight on this rapturing strength. It's not some stimulus that's some temporary jolt. It's not a temporary blessing. It's a rapturing strength. It's a rapturing. It's a, it's a word that comes to us. And we can say that as God knows my life. He knows my situation. And sometimes God always does not release us from the battle. But he gives us strength to go through the battle. Let me say that again so no one misunderstands. Sometimes in this rapturing strength, we would like to be released from this trouble, released from this. But it's not always a release from the battle, but it's strength to go through the battle. So tonight as we just come now and our musicians come, Brother Branham spoke about this time that we would be living in a rapturing faith. It might seem to be like a dropping down in things. He talked even about Job and Job chapter 1 and when all these things begin to happen and Job begin to pray for his family and, and he even had a fear. Brother Branham said in perfect faith that Job feared and what he feared actually happened and what brought it was his fear. That's what made it happen. His faith would have kept it from him, but his fear brought it to him. He was scared it was going to happen. And it did happen. And if he know, and what's Brother Branham speaking about? It's Job chapter one, verse one to five. He was praying for his children and making burnt offerings and things. And what he feared came upon him. And friends, tonight God is here to take that fear away from us. To give us perfect faith. What was it? A prophet was looking higher. A prophet was in the message. Perfect faith was looking beyond. Just the Job that was giving sacrifices. Just the Job groaning in the spirit. A prophet was bringing a higher for the believer. He was bringing a rapturing strength. Our prophet brought us beyond the emotion. Beyond the filial love. Beyond the clapping of the hands. Beyond the the music. He was looking into a higher realm of faith. A rapturing faith. A rapturing strength. It was something that was waved over the people. It's being waved over our children tonight. It's the Holy Spirit that even though Job, he had prepared for these times. He had prepared for a time of trouble. And God has given us sons and daughters. In our closing words tonight, he's given us children. He's given us young people. He's given us one another. We're prepared for these times. God has given us strength. Before the trial. He gives us strength in the trial. And he gives us strength after the trial. And we need to keep ourselves and our children under that spirit, Brother Branham said. Until they get old enough to receive the Holy Ghost. And know what it's all about. Then God will take care of the rest of it. This is in in Chicago. The way to have fellowship. He's talking about the teaching at home and a fundamental schools. He said, if you could just keep them under the spirit until they get old enough to receive the Holy Ghost and know what it's all about, 
then God will take care of the rest of it. But first they got, they got them little adolescent days. Oh, believers tonight out of the mouth of babes and children and suckling. Oh, God is declaring to us that in the middle of our trouble, we can lift our hands. We can thank God that God is going to take care of everything. Tonight we are living in the unseen realm. We've been taught right. We've been prepared right. God has sent us a message of rapturing strength for these times just like tonight. That we can lay aside everything. Lay aside the pressures. Just as we close the meeting and Brother Benjamin plays a song and Brother Michael Ray leads us in worship. Let's not just click off and go back to playing the games and, you know, rushing off to this or to some other thing. But let us let this soak into us, this rapturing strength. Let's look out here now as maybe we bow our heads. Let us not be like in former times. Tonight as we leave and as we go, let's let the power of his resurrection In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let's let this banner keep waving high as we see now the enemies coming stronger and more powerful every day. But when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard. Oh, and in this great contest that we see, we are looking for more strength, a rapturing strength. When we come against this force of the enemy, that it will give the rapture that the church will take up into glory. We must have it. I'm quoting a prophet. We are looking for more strength, rapturing strength, that will rapture the church and take us into glory. I wonder with every head bowed, every eye closed, if you'd say, Lord, I want to press the kingdom. I want to take the challenge. Oh, God, servants of the living God, as brothers and sisters, we unite our faith. Let's press the battle. You would put strength in us, oh, God. Yes, Lord, hear the prayers. Listen to the prayers now, brothers and sisters and men and women throughout the Internet, out across the globe, wherever they're gathered. May the Holy Spirit strengthen the church, strengthen the bride of Christ. Put a rapturing power, a rapturing faith, a rapturing grace, a rapturing strength upon us now. Lord, we're committing these words to you. And I pray as Brother Michael Ray would lead us in some songs of worship, that we, Lord, would lift up our voices, lift up our hands. We would begin to thank you, Lord, for this amazing grace. Go with us, Lord. Go with us now. Shelter us. In place, shelter us in your arms. In Jesus Christ's name, hallelujah. Brother Michael, God bless you, brother. Amen, amen. God bless you, brother John. Let's just sing, we press on, just as we just... Ponder what the Lord is speaking, amen, here. Just a moment here as we close here. When the valley is deep, when the 
have heard from our Lord the call of man up your hands. Let's just sing it now. Well, in Jesus' name, we press on. Oh, dear Lord, with the prize, it is clear before our Yes, that's where it is. I'm just, I was just so encouraged with what Brother John was saying and the scriptures that David continually spoke of. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked come, even my enemies face me and come upon me, though a host should come against me, my heart doesn't fear. He's confident. Amen. He said, for a time of trouble. David had a time, many times of trouble constantly was in serious trials and whether it was Saul, whether it was Absalom whether it was whichever it was David was in so many times of trial but every time he went to Christ he went to the word and that's where his source of strength was each time Job could go through the trial and all the issues and all the death and the, and the, and the destruction but he went back to God and said I know my redeemer liveth and he could go back to the word which was his strength amen that's where the source comes from we can be through this time and, and all this discouragement and, and, and we can be fearful and we, Lord, we need strength but I pray that you have Him to go to that's who you need if tonight you don't have Him to go to then I say don't lose the opportunity you say well I'm just at home you can go right in the chair at home you say, Lord, I don't have the tower to run into. I don't have the refuge in my life. You are my strength and my light. My refuge and my strong tower is what David could say. But if you don't have that tower, I say, don't miss it tonight. We here can say we press on. In Jesus' name, we press on. If you don't have Jesus in your life, you aren't pressing on. There's nothing to press you. You don't have the strength. And I say, tonight, Brother John was preaching the word and saying, to this day, we have rapturing strength in Christ. Amen. David could go to his tower of Christ. And that's what I would urge you tonight. Don't miss the moment. Don't miss the opportunity to be strengthened or to reach out and say, Oh God, I need a tower tonight. 
I need a refuge that I can run into. I, I'm, I would echo Brother John as he spoke in the earlier part of the service. And I would echo him in saying, there's many that are strengthened this time. And I've heard many testimonies of people that said, this has been a wonderful time. We've been able to just get into the Word. We've, we've been able to have family time. We've, we've grown our bond and our family's gone, gone closer and tighter. And that's wonderful. That's, they've been strengthened and renewed because they've been able to run to a tower in this time of, of, of trial. But I also am, am fretful in my own heart. What about those that have dis- distance? Maybe they've been distant even when we did gather. And because then we're, you're not, you don't have church to come to. You just fade and fade and fade and fade away. I say, oh God. Maybe, they, maybe they've clicked on. Maybe someone just clicked on tonight just out of an urge. Maybe oh, I'll just listen to service tonight. Maybe just a random Wednesday and you haven't been listening and you haven't been connected you haven't had a source of strength say lord may you just reach and prick their little heart tonight that you don't drift away but you can be strengthened tonight and you can run to the tower that was preached about tonight amen amen i did, maybe we'll just sing one more song but our tom's gonna come and, and uh just close in a word of prayer but we don't need to i know you're at home you don't have anywhere to drive to tonight but maybe i'm just gonna sing uh, a song um my jesus my savior My Jesus, my Savior, tower of refuge and strength, let every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship, oh, worship you.
nothing compares to the promise that we have in our Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. As we get ready to uh, close in a word of prayer. Brother John spoke a, a wonderful, wonderful message tonight on El Shaddai, the strength giver. And I thought, well, he, I was writing, actually writing some notes down. And Brother John says, even Brother Tom is smiling right now. And Sister Joanne. And I thought, how does he know that I was smiling? How does he know that? And then all of a sudden I just started to write down El Shaddai and how many times God used that strength giver in Job. It's the most throughout the Bible. The strength giver El Shaddai is mentioned all throughout Job. He's your all-sufficient one. He's your great creator. He's unlimited in power. And he's the God that's right beside you. And the word was ministered for you this evening. So let's just bow our heads in a word of prayer. Lord, your word is always, always in season. And so, Lord, it doesn't matter. We always say it's a Wednesday night or a Sunday night or a Sunday morning service. It doesn't matter, Lord. When you come, it just doesn't matter what night or day it is. Because when you come, you meet our needs and you speak to our hearts and the loving arms of our Lord Jesus just enfold us and envelop us. And we rejoice in the rejoice in the presence of God that just floods our little rooms and this sanctuary. I pray, God, you'll bless Brother John. Thank you for the gift of God within his heart and life how appropriate it was tonight as Michael was closing Lord it's caused the families to come together at this time but in the world it's causing destruction and homes falling apart we want to thank you for the presence of God that is with us that we can draw strength tonight as we've heard your word Bless your children as they put their daddies will put their arms around their children tonight. And mothers will stand there and our brothers and sisters, wherever they are, may they revel in the glorious revelation of the great I am that's present amongst us even now. So we're asking that you'll bless your children wherever they are. Bless your servant as he's ministered and ministered to our hearts. As we go our separate way, would you watch over even our musicians, technicians, Lord, as they will leave the church tonight. We don't want to ever take it for granted. Dispatch your angels and let the presence of God go before us. Bless each and every one now. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Until Sunday morning then, God bless you. And thank you for joining with us this evening. It's been a wonderful time in the presence of God. Natasha, thank you for your special tonight. Always timely, one of my favorite songs. And we thank God for the gifts in the body. God bless you. You're all dismissed in Jesus' name.